If you were born between 1969 and 1984, you are a part of the 65 million Gen Xers. And you've just found your new family. Welcome to the Carolina Underground. Gen X perspectives on rapidly changing technology, history, media, politics. How they come together and influence every aspect of daily life. The world we were raised in has ceased to exist, but we haven't. Let's do it. Welcome to the Carolina Underground. Now your hosts, Mark and Mike. Yo, 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 yo. We're back again here on the Carolina Underground here at the Bat Cave Replica. <laughs> Outstanding. So do you have any real bats in there or just replicas of bats? Just bats in the belfry. <laughs> there you go. There you go. That was one of the funniest things I ever saw is if you, and it, and it of course would make sense. If you ever get mad at your homeowners association, put up a 10,000 uh, bat bat uh ape it's not it's not an apiary that's what you get for bees but but bat house uh-huh. where bats would fly into and roost and the thing about it is they're a protected species you can't that's you right can't, you can't, can't do, do anything, anything about with them. That's exactly right. <laughs> <laughs> point set and match that's it so we did you know. get some uh news up here in this part of the carolinas today and what's that well, the North Carolina GOP-controlled high court uh, reversed itself, um, and it looks like that uh, the voter ID that the voters here passed in 2018 has finally taken effect. Oh, man, now that is absolutely awesome. That is great news. Um, congratulations. Well, what's going to end up happening is they put it back out to the legislature, the legislature, both houses, uh voted for it it'll go to the governor the governor will veto it of course because he is a left-wing fanatic well i was going to say he is part of a male anatomy oh yeah and but his downfall is the legislature has a super majority so they can override his veto Right. So effectively, it is now law in the state of North Carolina, Mm -hmm. which is the and I don't understand how you're going to get when we when this was voted for in 2018. Right. This was voted on and passed with like 80 percent of the vote. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, I don't believe that there is in, in rural America. Okay, now I can't tell you in the cities because I think anybody that lives inside of a city is out of their mind anyway. Um, but in the rural areas, you know, the the suburbs and in deeper than that, I really do not believe that there is even 50% of the country that is a fan of this left-wing ideology. I think there's a small number of people that are, but those are at the upper echelons the they're mm-hmm. the elitists i refuse to call them elites because they're not uh, they're people that got to where they are by by being crooked for, for most, the most part, part. Yeah. yeah but you know anyway the the end result is that that 
there is no way that you can convince me that there is that large of a number of people that are okay with open borders and, you know, transvestites going into, you know, transvestite males going into women's restrooms. Mm -hmm. Now, see, that's the thing. If there's, if this transvestism stuff is that big of a deal, where's all the women who are playing pretend that they're men jumping in to male sports and setting records and beating up men and demanding to be able to go into the men's restroom and all that crap. Okay. That's a good question. There ain't none. So this is not, I'm I'm not saying there's not any, there's just not any that are at the forefront of males trying to play male sports. Well, no, I mean, there's, they're not complaining about going into the men's restroom. They're not begging to go from the women's prison into the men's prison. It's all men that are doing this. All across the board. Seriously. I mean, you look at it. You look at all of it. It's men that are trying to wear a dress and gain access to places and privileges that are not theirs. Okay. Okay. Now, I mean, prove me wrong. I'm happy to... Well, no, I have I have seen some. I, I I get what you're saying. I'm just saying that there are females that have transitioned to male. Absolutely, there are. Absolutely, there are. One hundred percent. But I don't think that they have anywhere near that. Because um, remember, they, the, back yeah. back a few years ago, it was a big to do because one of them got pregnant after he transitioned. And then, of course, you know, a few years ago, there was that one famously, I don't remember the names, but the guy, the female that was living life as a male that got pregnant and, you know, they the papers, the male gets pregnant, the husband's pregnant and all this stuff. Well, it wasn't a husband. It was a woman no. to start with. Yeah, well, no, I don't recall that. But again, it wasn't like, it's it, the, the point being, okay, you know, they're you don't have the same level of urgency. You don't have the same level. I mean, you don't have gangs of women who have transitioned to male chasing Riley Gaines or somebody like that down the, down the hallway, screaming and yelling, you know, that trans women are women. Okay. Right. Right. Or trans men are men. I mean, they just aren't. Okay. And uh, I mean, but I don't want to get, tied up and I think we I think we have given way that that particular topic way much way too much time in my at least in my head rent free um, well I mean, I mean yeah. we've get we've given the mental illness too much ground that needs to that needs to it doesn't really need to be brought to the forefront except with the person and their therapist well yeah exactly I mean and we've got we got other fish to fry not necessarily bigger ones but of course we got the title 42 coming to an end and all of that and then of course the the new thing where they're trying to make the United States a sanctuary for illegal aliens who are LGBTQ yeah I heard about that it's one thing because the United States and Canada are pretty much the only countries that reasonably tolerate 
homosexuality. Well, I guess Great Britain. But the Western cultures typically right. are more tolerant of it. So I can understand that, but I still don't want to. I want them to come in legally, not illegally. Right, most definitely. Yeah. So you know, apply for asylum because again, you know, if you if you if they you know if you are if they think you're a homosexual in Dubai, they'll throw you off a building and they won't bat an eyelash about it. You know. But right. Anyway, like I said, that's just you know. So we got that going. I mean, we got way too much stuff going on in politics. So. Yeah, we were talking. We had, uh, you know, at uh, one of our main institutions up here, North Carolina State Uh University, Uh um, which is, you know, probably the preeminent like veterinary and engineering school in North Carolina. Go ahead. Yeah. You know, they've got a lot of student athletes that are uh, bringing lawsuits against the college for a um, athletic trainer that was taking sexual liberties with them while they were students and stuff. And there's there's a big push for lawsuits about that, and that's been in the news up here a lot here lately. Um, talk with them, talking about it and how the guy was doing this and how he's been arrested and all that. Um, mm-hmm. He, um, you know, you I really didn't actually hear much about it truthfully because i don't really follow um north carolina schools when it comes to athletics and stuff like that because as you know i'm my school's from the sec that's right so uh but this guy evidently is he was the director of sports medicine from like 2012 to like 2022 and that uh, the uh, lawsuits are alleging that the school failed to take action after a former soccer coach had reported early in 2016 concerns that he was grooming students for sexual contact. Uh, that's sad. That is a terrible, terrible thing, honestly. It's, it's a, it is, it's... but then you think about, okay, I understand he's in a position of trust. I get that old thing. Yeah. But the majority of students that are at the university level are adults. Right. Well, yeah, you you are an adult, and I'll give you that, but your brain is not finished forming. So you don't have a whole lot of, I mean, that's kind of the way we're designed, is we're designed so that we have really poor judgment, especially about things like sexual intercourse, up until the time we're about 25 because you know from that when you're young is when you want to be having children you're going to have healthier children okay and uh, well i I can tell you right now i know some people our age whose brains are not completely formed yet i i I didn't say it was a guarantee that your brain would completely form (laughs) (laughs) never did i say that but no, I follow you. But uh, yeah, I mean, it's a shame. I saw a, I saw an article this morning about a uh, woman who was a uh, middle school teacher and um, was having a sexual relationship with a 15 year old boy. Wow. That's a 30 year old married woman. Kind of. Okay. What was that uh, one uh, back in the day that Mary Joe Letourneau? Yeah, Mary, Mary Joe. Lou, yeah, something like yep. that. Was it Lipinski? Does that? I think, I think it was Letourneau. 
might have been Letourneau. I can't remember. Yeah, but. that's been it. But they ended up getting married. And I think uh, they lived together for a while as husband and wife after all that. But I think they eventually separated, and I think she died not too long ago, actually. I think she had cancer or something. Hmm. I'm not real sure. Well, that's a shame. I don't, you know, I don't wish that on anybody. But, you know, nonetheless, it's, and it's, it's something that's been going on since time immemorial. It's just a matter of, you know, you've, you've, I mean, and that's why there's laws against it. Right. Okay. Well, evidently, they started the relationship uh, while she was teaching. Mm. Uh, they were married in 2005 and were married until 2020. And she died July the 6th, 2020. Mm. Well, that's terrible. Goodness. Well, and again, that was why, you know, back in the olden days, um, boys went to a boys' school and the only or, you know, boys went to all-male schools, and the only instructors that were allowed to be there were men. And women went to a women's school, and mm-hmm. the only instructors that were allowed to be there were women. And, I mean, they, they really were pretty well separated. And, of course, you know, your, your uh, educators that taught in elementary school were usually significantly older than their students. And, and well, and again, I think, I don't. I won't say everybody, but I would like to believe that people just had more decorum about them back then than we seem to have now. Well, I think At you're right. I think there there was more of a sense of morality. Well, part of it, I think, is if you molested a man's daughter and he killed you, no court in the land of his, no jury of his peers would convict him. Well, and we kind of that you know on that it's I don't think he molested the kid, but remember the uh, oh no I got you it's still yeah well no I'm talking about no 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 I mean the remember the father whose son little twelve year old boy got kidnapped and I don't know if he got sexually molested or not but the guy killed the kid and then the father waited and got him in the airport and killed him on national television in the airport I should remember that but for some reason i am drawing an absolute blank that, i believe that it happened yeah i yeah it, i mean it was actually on television uh when it happened that popped up today um because it was the anniversary of it and hmm. um but he ended up not they were talking about the sense of justice um and the guy got like seven years suspended sentence and three years probation and like 300 hours of community service. Well, I mean, the bottom line is that if our federal, state, and local government officials and institutions are not going to do their job to provide the protection and services for the people that they are supposed to uh, provide, then it's high time that we do something about that and get some people in there okay. that are going to do the it. The guy's name was Gary Planchet. Uh, it looks like they were in Louisiana. They lived in the Baton Rouge area. And in 83 and 84, uh-huh. uh, his son was taking karate lessons with Jeffrey Doucette, uh, who had also been sexually abusing the boy for about a year. 
And then on February the 14th, 1984, Doucette kidnapped the kid, took him to a motel in California where he sexually assaulted and molested him. Mm. And then, um, of course, he was being flown back to Louisiana. Planchet found him in the airport, killed him, and then that was it. And then, he, of course, he was charged with murder, and then they went through the whole scenario. But uh, Right. Well, intriguingly, the uh, woman that was having intercourse with the 15-year-old boy was also in Louisiana. So hmm. what in the world is up with Louisiana? Well, not sure. Of course, you know, North Carolina, you guys had a train derailment. Oh, did we? Yeah, you so did. I hadn't heard anything about it. Yeah, and so, I mean, and this is happening all over the place, and I, I, I'll I, believe some, I'll, to, to some degree, I will believe that it may be that the infrastructure is crumbling, that they're not putting enough money into it or something of that nature. I, I don't know what it is, but it is, it's a disturbing trend. Well, is, is it a trend that it was happening before and we just didn't hear about it because now they want to start reporting about it to take your attention away from something away else? From- well, away from the election and the fact that they're already trying to figure out a way that they can keep Biden from having to do any debates or any campaigning. Right, right. So, Which, and of course, they've always said there's going to be no de- debates on the Democratic side. Right. And doubtful yes. there'll be debates on the Republican side. Yeah, and, and I just, you know, I'm not even, I don't even want to weigh in on that i i well outside to say that i just don't i do not feel like the uh mega donor globalists super wealthy folks the same ones that legitimately did everything they could zuckerberg bezos Mm -hmm. soros gates all of those guys that got together and they literally said there you know they they there there was a new york times article about this where they were of course praising the fact that this cabal of businessmen got together and put together a game plan to ensure that trump would not win the 2020 election nor would he ever win another election and so if we wind up this is the thing that really scares me and i said i wasn't going to weigh in i apologize (laughs) <laughs> but, you know, Trump was the best president we've had in my lifetime, period. Okay. Okay. But if he, I mean, simply because he actually did what he said he was going to do when he was elected. Okay. Mm-hmm. That is such a separation from any other politician I have ever heard. Now, Reagan did a lot of stuff. He, he didn't, you know, he hit some broad brushstrokes, but it wasn't like Trump saying, yeah, I'm going to build a wall. And he built a wall. I mean, he didn't get it. Well, completed. they tried to anyway. Yeah, he didn't get it completed, but he did it. And I mean, it was one of those, if he said he was going to do it, he actually did something about it. So for that reason alone, um, I consider him to be, and especially with what he was dealing with, with the impeachment and the Russia mm-hmm. hoax and all of that nonsense. But anyway... I digress, but the the point being, I am, unless they've figured out some way to address the obvious, and I'm not going to say voter fraud, I'm going to say the obvious 
statistical irregularities that brought the presidency to Biden and Harris, uh, which I don't see that they have been addressed effectively. Mm-hmm. Um, those folks, those same folks are never going to let him get into office. Well, my so thing if we is wind that- up with Trump and Biden on the tickets again, we're going to wind up with four more years of that demented. Well, my thing is pot. this. I'm at the point now, Donald Trump didn't know when to shut up. No, he does not. And I think part of the reason why, and I'm, you know, I'm not going to say that there was not voter fraud because it does look like there was, but even if, was it to the extent that he would have overwhelmingly won? I'm not a hundred percent sure because I have talked to a lot of people and they voted for Biden simply for the fact that that was not Donald Trump. Because uh, yeah. of all the tweet, and I understand the thing about the mean tweets, and it's on and on and on. But I mean, you know, I really and truthfully, I don't want four more years of that. No, I understand. I I understand completely. Of course, I but don't want four of, more years of what we've had here either. Well, that's kind of my whole point, and you know, but it looks like that's what they're going to do. And, you know, it's, it's... Well, as old as Biden is, hell, he might not even be alive in the morning. Oh, I know. He's at no, that we... jumping off point where the Lord might call him home and or the devil or whichever one he's in bed with, probably the latter. Well, you know, we all have that. You know, the minute that you're born, you, you know, that, 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 that the minute you're born, you start dying. That, mm. that's, oh, I, yeah, I agree with point. that. But, I mean, you, now, let's just face it. But it's, the man does not look healthy. No, he's not. Well, and it doesn't matter what he looks like. That he's not there. He he is, well, he has, hasn't. He's been. checked out, and he has not been there. Yeah, he's he was he was never there. I mean, they've drugged him up a couple of times to get him, uh, you know, enough to uh, you know enough focus where he could. They come on, him, folks. They good the, folks, folks. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, but I mean, again, that's the whole the whole point is that I just don't. Uh, I, the, if if we wind up with that. I don't think, well, now I, and to that point, I do know one man that voted against or voted for Biden because he was voting against Trump, but I only know one man. I know Mm -hmm. a ton of women that did that. And that is quite frankly, the, the most ignorant thing I've ever heard in my life. Well, you know, but you know, I don't, you know, my wife and I have this argument a lot and she Hmm. says, Oh, well, it's the lesser of two evils. And it's like, well, the lesser of two evils is still evil. That's true. I mean, we've got we've got a president now uh, who is essentially a two-year-old. He has to be given cheat sheets with pictures so he knows what mm-hmm. the questions are and who to call on and what to say. Mm-hmm. We had one that couldn't keep his mouth shut and evidently couldn't keep his tallywhacker in his britches. Um, that's, you know, that's not illegal and there's no, and there's not been any, you know, there's no trial or anything like that. And you know, as well as I do, that there are people out there that, um, that prey on wealthy folks. Oh, I I agree. So, but I, well, let's do, I, I think Donald Trump is an innocent. No, 
Donald Trump oh, is probably not. just as crooked and corrupt as the Biden family is, just in a different facet that he didn't peddle um, access. He was more bent in trying to enrich his real estate portfolio. You know, I don't know. And again, I don't care because at the end of the day, honestly, if somebody says that Biden is the lesser of two evils, they really don't understand what the presidency is or what the federal government is there for. Because, you know, mean tweets and arrogance, you know, they're annoying. You can turn the TV off. You can turn the radio off. You don't have to listen to them. Okay. You don't have to listen to the news. Okay. But having somebody that is, I mean, the United States has been turned into, they are claiming an unwitting participant in the drug cartels, human trafficking. And they got video of, and they've got audio of human trafficking where Mm -hmm. somebody calls up and says, well, I need a young boy between the ages of eight and 12. And then they see, they've got the video of somebody, you know, a, an adult running up to the border with a, how you could, I mean, you, it was grainy and dark photo or uh, video, so you couldn't see what's going on. And dropping this kid and then somebody else from the other side coming to get him. Right, right. Okay, so... And, I mean, and of course, we knew about the fentanyl coming in over the border and all mm-hmm. this other stuff. That is pure evil and that is something we're supposed to stand against and the and and trump bless his heart whether you like him or hate him was doing something about that okay and and he was doing something about the fentanyl crisis he had reduced a lot of the stuff and that's what we got and this is the problem it's not a popularity contest. It's not Miss Universe or Mr. Universe or whatever you want to call it. Yeah, but unfortunately, it is. It's well, that's what people do. That. That's what people turn it into because they're they you know they get their knickers knotted over stuff and decide they don't like something. Right. Well, part of the Again, problem is, it, but part of the problem time. is, is we see this time and time again. You see it in high school. Uh, high school, you see the kids walk in the hall. They don't like the coach. They get picked on sure. or something like that. So they're not on the team, but yet they're probably better qualified to do it than the kids on the team. No, I agree. And I mean, and I run into this. Uh, I run into this. I've run into this in the workplace many times. And I tell people flat out because I'm very blunt, I'm very honest, and I'm very matter of fact and to the point. And that hurts and I know, feelings. And about every other day, I'm expecting a phone call to ask me to come bail you out of jail. <laughs> well, hopefully, I got a little bit better uh, control, self control. <laughs> but again, the point that I tell people is look, I'm not here for you to like me, I'm here to do a job. Right. And part of that, you know, and, and part of doing that job is telling people the truth. Well, you know, you unfortunately. Know, so. Um, there is, uh, a disconnect between people think that people at work are their friends Oh yeah, and they want to be friends and we're friends and we're this, mm-hmm. I really don't mm-hmm. care. There's yeah. maybe one or two. Yeah. I'm friendly with, but other than that, I'm there to do what I'm there to do. 
And if you don't do or contribute to what I have to get done or make sure that the team gets done, then Mm -hmm. I hate to say it, but I'm going to find somebody that's going to, and you're not going to be there. Absolutely. Absolutely. I agree. And that's the same claw thumb cut from, but at any rate, you know, we're, we're, we're still digressing. But I will say this though, that young one that's at the office, I told you about the horse striking Mm -hmm. uh, the other weekend. I did kind of take him to race. So, He's exempt from my ire right now. <laughs> I understand. Well, so there's a there's a, a ton of folks out there that need to be raised. Apparently, from the, well, and it's like you know this. I can't remember the guy's name, but he's he's a he's very successful. He does uh, talking now and uh, motivational speaking now. And uh, he's an older guy. He's got white hair. If you saw him, you would know him. And I, for the life of me, I can't remember his name. But uh, he has these videos, and I was watching part of one, and he said, I am the alpha father that you never had, because most of you should have run down the middle of your fat mama's legs and never been born. Wow, that's a, that's a little harsh. Well, but he goes <laughs> to say, because you don't want to do anything, you've never been told no, you've never yeah. been told this. Well, love and stuff is tough and stuff yes, like that. Sir. I'm not going to get into the, the whole video because uh, copyright and stuff like that, or I'd just play it. But essentially, he just says the point of trying to do better, though, is a mark in, the, in your favor if you're trying to work toward something and get better than what you are. Sure, absolutely. Understood. But that point, I, I actually just sent it to that young fella just just to say, yeah, I'm the alpha father you never had, so you little beta heifer, don't mess with me. <laughs> yep, absolutely. And then, of course, he gives me that emoji that's just got the two big eyes that are just staring blank. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, you know, it, it, you know, another thing, exciting things happened today. Mm-hmm. Okay. The galaxy far, far away. That new Jedi Survivor game was released, and I know you're not big into video games, but uh, I am because okay. there is nothing like picturing people that you don't like face on the people that you're killing while you cutting their heads <laughs> off with a lightsaber. It just, it's very cathartic. Well, I'm glad. I'm and happy it, for and it keeps me from catching a charge. Well, that's true. That's true. I imagine so. Well, yeah, I mean, there is plenty of stuff going on. It's, uh, you know, that, well, and we were talking about, you know, Friday the 13th, or excuse me, not the third Friday the 13th, the 13th episode. 13th episode. Now, so that, excuse me, that is one of the things. 13 was always considered a lucky number until the whole movement uh, and Friday the 13th was considered an extremely lucky day until the movement and it was primarily driven by you know modern medicine at the time now modern medicine again remember modern medicine at the time was still using leeches to bleed people mm-hmm. <clears throat> but um, the the that was where that whole thing came from where women who were healers traditional healers using traditional medicine uh, were uh, de- you know, demonized 
And um, their Sabbath, I think, had something to do with the 13th. I, I'm, I'm a little foggy on that. Well, the Friday the 13th, from what my understanding is, well, was the night, was the day. Knights Templar. The Knights Templar yeah. were, uh, were the the, uh, or, the sealed orders from the King of France and the Pope were unsealed and then they massacred. Right. That was Friday the 13th, right. like black cats. I mean, you know, typically you kept a house cat and a barn cat to keep the, the rats down mm-hmm. and stuff. And and, the, the and it works because I've got one that cat. shows up at my house and I hadn't seen no mice. Well, that's true. And so, you know, but again, that was where the, where all of this stuff, all of this stuff was, you know, has changed over time. But uh, that's when, that was when the, 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 luck, the number 13 began, began to be considered unlucky. So, little tidbit of information. That's kind of. I saw something else that was kind of interesting today. That, uh, or you know, now the science was exceedingly biased, mm-hmm. but it was an intriguing little bit. So, at any rate, one of the things they decided um, was that you know this is the question was: Have there been civilizations on Earth prior to ours? Okay. Okay. And well, we know in, that already. Well, no, prior, prior long time prior. prior well, we know prior. the Atlanteans. Remember, I, they sunk. Well, we we have records that indicate that, but we don't have hard evidence. And what they were saying is that the hard evidence, again, even skyscrapers and things like that are only going to last a couple of years, which is why the, you know, the pyramids and the stuff and, you know, around the world, these, mm-hmm. these stone temples, that's all that would be left right, in right. 10, 20, 30,000 years. And the fossils, when you look in the fossil record, we have actually, uh, reclaimed only an estimated 0.04% of fossilized species that mm-hmm. there's that small of an amount of species that actually become fossilized for whatever reason so what they decided and this is where the, the science gets biased and I mean heavily biased what they decided was if you look through the geological record okay for a period of time where the uh, temperature increased and there was an increase in carbon dioxide, and there mm-hmm. was one other thing I can't recall. But at any rate, so they're they're on the global warming bandwagon. And the fact of the matter is, there is as much science that says that human beings have absolutely nothing to do with climate change or the temperature. There's actually more of that evidence than there is of the evidence that says we have anything to do with mm-hmm. it. So the science is flawed. But intriguingly, about 50 million years ago, there was there were two epochs or two points. Epoch's not the right word, but there were two points in history that this occurred. Mm-hmm. And, 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 and in all actuality, it was about six degrees warmer than it is now. Mm-hmm. So they don't know why, but of course that was the, and, and we of course have no fossils of that whatsoever, uh, you know, from that time frame. But um, I, I thought it was an intriguing thing. It, it caught my attention. 
Well, it is kind of intriguing, and but you know, and then you've got the the stories that all what is it, the Paluxy Creek or the Paluxy River down in Texas, to where they said they have supposedly found uh, dinosaur and human footprints fossilized oh, yeah. in the same record and same rock layer. Yeah, I've actually seen stuff. that. <clears throat> I've actually seen that, and it's you know, uh, it's. How do you explain it? Because in order for those footprints, those dinosaur footprints to have been fossilized, there's no way that you could get a human hand. Now, I mean, we don't know that it was a human. It could have right. been a, the, a, a footprint from a mutant monkey. tyrannosaur or something. It could God be a monkey. Yeah, but it does look like a it does like look like human hand and footprints and right next at you know right next to dinosaur tracks and of course you got the London hammer, which is out of London, Texas, which was a iron hammer that was found, and um, it is approximately the I think it was dated to sometime around. Um, I can't remember. It was ten thousand years ago. Yeah, and that's you know million. that's just it. Though there's so yeah. many things that we can't explain. Well, there's the uh, there's and that goes the, back the into us having to get our tool belt ready for our escapades as the weather warms up. Well, that's true, and I mean we got to make some decisions about that stuff. Decide what we're going to take a look at. I was I saw a couple of clips from uh, the Skinwalker Ranch, and they've got mm -hmm. some interesting stuff going on out. Well, you there. know, come to find out yeah. that um, the guy that is on that show, um, yeah, I can't remember his name off the top of my head, mm -hmm. but uh, he was actually while they were doing that show, he was actually the one that was heading up the government task force on it, but he wasn't able to tell them anything about it. It's come out in this season. Oh, yeah, episodes. yeah, yeah, yeah. The, uh, the, the fellow from Alabama, uh, yeah. I, the blonde guy. Yeah, absolutely. The yeah. astrophysicist or whatever his name is. Yeah, 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 yeah. But, you know, mm -hmm. there, there's one quote that always bounces around in my head whenever we're talking about any of this stuff, politically things or socially that are going on. And I really honestly do think Mark Twain had it right. I really, the man was brilliant. Oh, absolutely. And the, Which his quote. <laughs> so there, the, the one, so many to choose. Well, that is true. My favorite one from him is, is I wonder if God created man because he was disappointed with the monkey. <laughs> well, um, my thought is I would say I wonder if, we still have monkeys because God was disappointed with man after he created well, that's <laughs> Well, essentially, that's what he was doing. Right. But, yeah, it's just, it. we just have a certain level of stupidity in it that we didn't seem to have. I'll, and then mm. we have this whole shenanigans with Disney and Ron DeSantis in Florida and the pissing contest they're having. Mm -hmm. about how Disney's First Amendment rights are infringed on because they took away their self-governing status for their contracts oh, yeah. in the 60s and all this stuff. and Well, I mean, just absolutely cry me a river. I'm sorry, but businesses shouldn't... Well, and that is the problem that we've got now with our government is we have devolved into a plutocracy. We're not even a proper oligarchy. But we are a plutocracy. Just like if we can't do a damn thing, right? Well, 
and there's truth to that. And, and <laughs> you know, the, the, the bottom line, this is one of the things, I mean, you can call me paranoid if you want to, and I will agree with you. But, um, you know, just because you're paranoid doesn't mean they're not out to get you. Um, well, that is true. So, but the, the what we've done is it's this, you know, I used to tell people the story of self-service. Like how else would they know that your Wi-Fi doesn't reach all the parts of your house? Oh, yeah. Yeah, we talked about that a little bit. Mm-hmm. But no, the self-service gas, uh, you know, back back when I was a young, young boy, and there's there were still a few of those not too terribly long ago, but they're mostly gone now. Every neighborhood had a neighborhood mechanic. Yep, and that was also where that was also the filling station. Mm-hmm. And you took your car there to get your tires changed, to get your you know your your your, your oil changed, your tires rotated, your all of that stuff that was done, and you bought your gas there. And what kept those doors open was the gas sales. All right, and this is around the, the mid seventies uh, during the during the last time that we had a, a Democrat that in office that mm-hmm. created double digit inflation and we were approaching stagflation like we are now. So anyway, bottom line into that story, the self-service gas stations started cropping up at the convenience stores and they would sell gasoline for five cents cheaper. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I remember talking to the, um, I mean, I was a young boy at that time, but I remember my, you know, talking to the, the, the mechanic that it was his service station. And he's like, I can't, I can't compete with that. I'll go out of business. Right. And Lord knows he did. Now, mm-hmm. again, there was somebody you could trust. You weren't having to go to a dealership and have them tell you you needed to have your wiper fluid changed and your, you know, your brake fluid changed. Now, there was something else that they came up with here recently. Your blanker fluid. Yeah, I mean, so, you know, and and we've done the same thing that we did over, you know, for for a nickel's worth of difference in gas price per gallon, understood, but we would go out there, we we put our local mechanics out of business. So now you don't know who you can trust unless you know the Right, the unless you know somebody there personally. Yeah. Or the or you're resting on the reputation of the company that owns it, right? But they're all a bunch of, I mean, every just about everybody out. There. We, I mean, again, used to be when I was a young man and a young boy. Now, and again, in civics class, they used to teach that your personal reputation and your integrity as a business was more important. And I mean, this was in the civics class mm-hmm. that that was more important to your success as a businessman than your bottom line profits. They used to teach that. Well, that, I don't even think they grammar teach school and high school Yeah, exactly. They don't. And so, and I really believe that there not 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 everybody, but again, and you also know about the old Yankee trader. The the Yankee trader mentality was, of course, let the buyer beware or caveat emptor. Mm-hmm. And that was the thing, that was one of the main reasons that the South didn't want to trade with the North because they were, they were slick guys. They would, uh, if they, if they could, if they could snake you out of a dollar, they would do so. And now we've kind of devolved back into that. Whereas we at least had the impression 
I mean, I had my my HVAC, my HVAC went out a couple of years back. Hey, mine did too the other day when somebody loaded it up onto the back of a truck. Right. Well, it wasn't quite that, but I mean, it was one of those that it went out and it was after a lightning storm and I had the HVAC guy come in and he said, oh man, this whole thing is just absolutely burned up, blah, blah, this and all that stuff. And it was like, it's going to cost you a thousand dollars just to get the sufficient pumps replaced and whatnot Mm -hmm. so that we can even get in there and find out what all got fried. Well, I was mattering who wouldn't have it. And I had a friend of mine that had been in HVAC and I called him up and I said, dude, do you mind coming out and helping me with this and take a look at this? Because I got to do something. And, um, he came out and he was like, well, that pump is actually running that he's saying it and running. Anyway, bottom line is it turned out it was the thermostat. When the lightning had struck the thermostat, it blew its mind and it thought it was a, it thought it had gone, it thought it was a gas system because that was the default for that thermostat. And so I learned how to program the dadgum thing and I called him up and I said, look, you know, I'm not paying your bill and here's why. Because this man came out here and lied to me. He either didn't know what he was doing or did not properly diagnose the system and was going to charge me $1,000 when all I had to do was reprogram my thermostat. I'm not paying you for that because you need to feel that pain mm-hmm. and you need to make sure he feels that pain. Well, boy, howdy, that upset them terribly. And they, of course, claimed that I was a liar and this and that and everything else. And I said, you know what, I'll just find somebody else to do my service well that's since, and that's what i i've got a on heating and air i've got a fan my mom's brother-in-law he <laughs> he on my well my uncle he owns the heating and air business so he handles all of ours an interesting well, touch up about a headline we discussed earlier about the uh 21 year old kid air <laughs> guard reserve whatever it is leaking uh, the classified yep. documents the whistleblower. No, the yeah. whistleblower. Another little twist have come out about that. Um, there's some questions about how he uh, actually was able to get his top secret clearance, considering he was denied a gun license over a school threat that he had made. Well, but see, here's the point. The fact that he leaked the information and the fact that he, whether he had clearance or not, is immaterial what's important is what the man leaked the information that he leaked out and that is what matters and all of this other stuff is just smoking mirrors well and the problem is but the problem with him is is i don't actually think he was leaking it as a i think he's a scapegoat yeah well well no here's what i if he was the one leaking it from what i have read he was more just trying to impress the people that he was playing games with on Discord that he actually was in real-time war and knew what the stuff was about. It's what well, it seems like to me. But that's a discussion that's for another day. Fine. Yeah, that's perfectly fine. Regardless, the important thing is the material that was actually leaked. It's the same thing as with Julian Assange. Julian Assange has been in, and this is, of course, the mainstream media, um, try you know that's that's what they have turned into. We mm-hmm. don't have a, a, a an Edward R. Murrow or a Walter Cronkite. We had Tucker Carlson, 
but now he's gone. Okay, and so we well, don't have until he pops up on Newsmax. Well, that's true, but again, it's one of those that they're they what they're doing, and I've noticed the uh, the the you know that on the the shows the remaining shows on Fox News, they have taken a pretty much decided twist on things since Tucker left. So they're changing now and and being more in line with the propaganda machine. So, you know, which is just sad and disgusting. I've gotten aware, though, for news, I tend to look at, um, what is that uh, site? Oh, what is it? Uh, I could have told you. News Nation. Mm -hmm. They tend to have, while they do have left side, they do have right side. So you kind of get a happy balance in the middle somewhere on some of their stories. Which yeah. you don't. It makes it to where you don't have to quite think quite as hard. But you know, well, I've got one of those as well. And I mean, again, it's their their opinion of center is left of center. But again, everything is so far left of center at this point; it's absurd. But go ahead. Well, I was just going to say that uh, I am getting ready to board my starship or a galaxy far, far away. Alrighty. And that is the snout to the curly tail and all the little giblets in between where we get our little chitterlings and we will catch you <laughs> next week because we gone. You've been listening to the Carolina Underground. Our passion is to talk about technology, history, media, politics, and how it's all changed over the years and affects our daily life as Gen Xers. We hope you've enjoyed the show. We know we had a blast. Make sure to like, rate, and review. And we'll be back soon. But in the meantime, hook up with us on Twitter at CarolinaUNDGRND. Hit the website at www.thecarolinaunderground.com. And if you've got questions or comments, send an email to info at thecarolinaunderground.com. Stay Gen X strong. See you next time on the Carolina Underground. <laughs>